On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. Woo! Woo! So, as we know... Before I used to, I taught my daughter that when she takes a drink, she goes, ah. Yeah, of course. Now my daughter goes, Woo! Oh, no. Now every time I do it, it's like she's running around being Ric Flair. <laughs> woo! I support that. <laughs> See, it is sure. it's hilarious. Like, it is, honestly, it's one of the cutest things ever because she'll, the way she does her little face, too, is like, Woo! Yeah, sure. Is there, is there is there a catalyst to this? Like, does she drink and then do it? Or no, is no, it just, just whenever r- I do just it. Just randomly. Just, oh, okay. I see. She's started to do it without me. Yes. I love it. Uh-huh. And her mom There's a whole, it. you know, vocabulary we could be working on. Ooh. You know, numbers and letters sure, and arithmetic. names and yeah. arithmetic. But no, Brighton has ah and woo. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I gotta, a champ. I gotta be honest, you're you two and oh here against Heath Oaks. What's what's the plan? What are, what are you what are you teaching her? She's gotta it's gotta be something. Um Well and we got well, teaching her like A B C. Well, okay, I've yeah. taught her some of that too. <laughs> okay. Some woo. of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got my wife Jenny in the house. Matt Hi, and Zach, everybody. as always. Hello, hello. Yeah, the um, but the it, it's she is now talking so much more than mm-hmm, uh, before. Is. She's really wanting. Really? Oh, yeah, man. she she's picked up a lot more, and she's actually sitting down to let us read to her a little bit more than normal. Like Ooh. she's making it through instead of one page, we're getting through like three or mm-hmm. four. Yeah, before she takes off running. Where's the where's the reading duty land in the Oaks household? You split it's it up both. pretty pretty. I always do. I, yeah, we've never half really half, just, yeah. definitely never discussed it because I feel like if you do, then it's like a demand or a chore. So I just, if he wants to read to where he does. If he oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. But I always try to do it the second she wakes up uh-huh. from a nap. So if I'm there for, she takes two naps a day. So if I'm there for both naps, she always reads at least one book as soon as she gets up. And then I'd keep the door closed until she wants to leave. And sometimes she'll bring, she'll go pick up a book and bring it over mm. she does that sit a lot down now. yeah so she, so before she never did that it's like you had to force her but we would just so if parents are listening who have a t- child who has a personality like brighton which is really <laughs> spastic yeah just keep introducing the book and don't get frustrated when they don't want to sit for more than one page because mm. she's really come around and she'll you i, know, do, I do it with her every night before because I, I put her down a lot almost every night and, yeah, yeah. and and she does it like she's calm enough then to kind of do it but speaking of kind of words and language <laughs> and and how important using yes. the correct words and not and and when when and how to do it that the first article kind of lines up perfect we didn't even plan that but it looks like we did happened to work out great yeah uh not sure if you saw this we have the most annoying email phrases ranked uh adobe i know right adobe recently surveyed more than 1,000 white collar workers to learn more about email trends and the email phrases people hate the most why's it gotta be white collar workers (laughs) 
yeah, it could have gone blue collar. Yeah, hey, <laughs> right. No, nobody picked that up. Uh, not sure if you saw my last email was voted number one. Not, not sure, sure if you, if saw, you my last saw my last email, <sighs> but uh, the phrases <laughs> "per my last email" and "per our conversation" came in second and third, followed by "emotion." Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, emotion and intent are sometimes hard to convey via email, so some phrases can negatively impact productivity and culture. That's the theory behind the study, and the idea is 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 basically looking at why do we speak differently in emails to each other. Everybody knows there's this weird passive aggressive tone you can have, and it's 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 phenomenally counterproductive i would think um simple seemingly ordinary workplaces uh these phrases can be surprisingly charged i guess and and often it can put like important projects at risk timelines at risk because people just have a way of reading written text and writing it that like doesn't come across sometimes uh that's the setup anyway heath what do you think people use that type of uh snarkiness and stuff in emails because of the tough guy keyboard uh, tough, people tough guy keyboard yeah yeah you know people sit behind their keyboards and they're tough then but they won't ever say anything in somebody's face oh god that's me you know what i mean <laughs> like they'll, they'll throw they'll throw the snarkiness and like and kind of be angry yeah by email or anything but face to face they won't do anything or say anything or won't sure. be like that and and that kind of culture is what it's, it's an issue that needs to be handled but yeah um you know i, I think in in the text in general from text messages emails or anything got to be careful just because you know how many times have any of you been sitting there and maybe had conversations with somebody through text or something and going man is something did i do something did i make them mad did i is there you know you, you can't you don't ever really know fully how to pick up on what they're saying because totally. you can't read the emotion and the tones um and those things and so you know i think that it is always best i love technology i love how there's the things from text to emails that i can kind of get out there in multiples versus having to do one-off conversations and stuff Mm -hmm. for certain things. But you should never, if it's anything that can heighten an emotion of any way, you got to have those conversations in person because it it needs to come off the right way. You know, and and, and if you're ever behind a text or a keyboard and you're angry or or whatever, don't send anything. Wait till you're not. Like, just push the pause button (laughs) because you don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, I was kidding a little bit when I said earlier that I'm, I'm one of those people. I think I have the opposite problem. I think I'm too meek in emails. I'm always sorry for the inconvenience. I'm so sorry to bother you. I just wanted to make sure this. And, like, that's not how I am in real life. Yeah. But I, I want to play Zach, it nobody complains and, about that. <laughs> you might be surprised. I've had people tell me that I'm, I, I'm, I play it too e- too safe and I need to be more aggressive in my emails, which no, is No, you need wild to be to more me. aggressive in person. Yeah, I think if that's If you've got to be aggressive, you be aggressive in person. Yeah. Being aggressive in in emails and text messages is not the right spot the venue the vehicle to have to have tough conversations or or lay down a law so to say or be aggressive those the in text and in writings and stuff that's that's not the time and place so why do people end up in this why do people become tough guy keyboard people is it just like to work out some of that frustration and pent up i mean i don't know no because they're they're not they're they're hiding behind that they don't have to address it they don't have to stand there and and handle it i mean look i don't care who you are Mm -hmm. having to address tough conversations and tough issues is not fun right the people that do that naturally are are usually pretty tough people to deal with Mm. i've had to like that was furthest i was the guy who would sweep everything under the rug (laughs) and hope it just didn't come to light and i know that like my wife's showing that face like she's like him you I know, know she's been no, awfully no, quiet no, 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 over no. there yeah. he does no you st- you still do that 
Yeah. Really? Oh, yes. No, I'm just saying he's gotten better because I know you're natural. His natural. We're all born with a natural inclination to do certain things and the way that we improve our entire lives is by recognizing what those are. So I think in business, he's absolutely recognized what that is. And he he follows through even when it's hard to do and he encourages me to do that too sometimes i'm like oh gosh this happened i'm not sure what to do and and he will encourage me to get out of what my natural mode would be which would be to i don't know let's see if it blows over yeah to actually address it but in personal life Heath does not address issues until much later yeah it hadn't worked there yet like Mm -hmm. that's not my natural thing is to not be not to confrontational not to be confrontational not to be those things i want I, I, but what changed? I'm it, saying that to prove that you've worked on it and yes. it's been successful yeah, in, yeah. in business. Yes. Sure. It, it, it was not an easy thing, and and a lot of people though would, that would know me now or something, um, in in business in general, would be like, that was sure. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not. I had to work on it really hard. Like at Denver, I I would just go behind everybody and pick it all up and work extra hard to clean it up for people so where it didn't happen but well I, then I you end that, up in the hospital because yeah. of stress induced illness exactly yeah. and that's and that's what <laughs> happened so that's an issue but i mean you deal with this a lot jenny with with you know a lot of stuff from the social media to whatever and yeah and i mean and i mean we also think about it talking with friends with issues or anything people are going to the text and emails and that's how i see lots of relationships really scarred because of a text or an email when they really didn't mean it as harsh as it came across, mm-hmm. but that's when you got to know. You've got to make those habit loops that when you're getting there to stop yourself, mm-hmm. and that's the time to pick up the phone and have a conversation or face-to-face. You just, it's not worth what you could be, what it could look like mm-hmm. for you when you're not meaning it in that way. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Of course. Yes, it does. It's just, it's hard, I think, for people to do that. And it reminds me when I see that list, my sort of second shot on this is again that I think that I'm a highly unbothered person. None of those phrases actually get to me. I think there are so many other things that maybe do get to me that that just doesn't even, uh, if someone says per our conversation, that doesn't, if that doesn't make me think, oh, I must have done something wrong. Or if someone says, oh, did you get my last email? I think, oh shoot, did I forget to respond? Well, see, I, I, do I the take same that thing. on me. I don't yeah. put that on them. That does not bother me about them. Um, so my also, I guess what I would say to encourage people, if they're reading this list and saying, oh yeah, that's terrible. Like thinking things are terrible never helps you. Yeah, that's only going to be detrimental to you. You have to kind of release some of that to be so bothered by something that small. Thank God. That's the worst thing that happened to you today is that someone accused you of not responding to an email. And and obviously and obviously you probably didn't. So you should have responded. So it's on you. So it probably is on you. And that's that's, what I usually think. I think, gosh, I'm kind of embarrassed and I'm glad that they said it in such a kind way instead of just ignoring me or I'm glad that they brought it back. I look at that as. I'm glad they brought it back to my attention Thankfully instead of going to me. my boss or yeah. a colleague and saying, Jenny's not responsive. Right. You know, she's not getting back to me. What do I do? I'd rather them come to me and say, oh, did you get the email? I think, oh, gosh, thank you. So so, so that, that's sort of, sort of other my, my other second shot on these everybody's furious, you know, these white collar workers are so upset over these offensive emails. It's, uh-huh. it's if, really if just... If that offends you... You got to let it go. Um, per my last email, that means... It's offending you because you you know you're not good mm-hmm. at responding, and right. it's irritating you that they're bringing it up. So you need to get better at that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I don't see it a lot of these. It doesn't bother me, and I'm it, usually it pretty good about emails. So yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't bother me. That that never bothered me at all. So I, I hope that, like you said, maybe be a little unbothered a little bit less, and yeah. not let these little things get up to you. But then also be very careful about your words, 
and your phrases in a text and email and understand that even in today's world there are times and places that face to face or on the phone human interaction is very important to help your cause because text and emails can set you back on what you're trying to achieve because of how it may come across it's worth it to just address it up front and be there face to face with it so we got another one that gets me really hot on the second segment the second <laughs> I can't <shot>. wait <laughs> He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code Second Shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. So, Matt, I ha- am gaining a appreciation for everything you're doing back uh-huh. there with this big screen in front of my face that I see. You get to see what I'm up to? Yeah, because see, I guess I almost assumed you just did all the switching after the show to make it line up. No. Yeah. No, but no, doing you're it doing it right as here. people's talking. with. Yeah. All, yeah, so, if people are wondering what he's talking about, it's the... Uh, for the U- YouTube, YouTube channel, yeah. or yeah, is it, does this go on Facebook? Yeah, it goes yeah. on Facebook, too. Yeah, uh, some of the stuff is added retroactively. Like, I'll go back and add the articles as I'm talking about them, and, and I'll add some, like, subtitles and stuff. Um, but for the most part, yeah, Matt's doing it all live in there. Yeah, that's, so if that's impressive. If he's not see our big, lot, beautiful control right. room here. Yeah. And, 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 and the lovely glamour and Zach, shot that we And have. Zach can't remember to just start the clock. Oh, man, I did it again. No. <laughs> Matt's back there changing between every time anybody talks. And talking some all that, and like Zach can't Zach. Just start. All right. All right. Per our last conversation, every, per our last Can conversation, why is it every show? Why does it keep happening? Per our last email, per our last calling uh, out of you on the show, you were even bragging on yourself before we started going. You got up and got it before anybody oh, said oh, yeah. anything. Like yep. you were bragging on yourself, and then just I just I get, I get so keyed up to be on the show and talk, and I get so excited <laughs> to read the headline, and I'm all I'm all I'm all. I'll get it's a lot here. to figure out. It's it, true. It actually is. Oh, it's it's really not though. Uh, our second headline, and this is one I'm I'm really excited about, not only because it's incredibly topical, but because Heath's little tease for this is a little counterintuitive to what I thought you might say. And I don't know what you're gonna say. We didn't talk about this before. Here's the headline: Buffalo Bills Vontae Davis retires at halftime of game. Buffalo Bills cornerback Vontae Davis came off the field at halftime Sunday against the LA Chargers and never looked back. Davis, a two-time Pro Bowl cornerback, made the jaw-dropping decision to retire at halftime instead of sticking around for the th- for the team. 31 to 20 loss buffalo head coach sean mcdermott confirmed that davis left he, he released a statement he said this isn't how i pictured retiring from the nfl but today on the field reality hit me in hard i shouldn't be out there anymore he apologized to a teammate saying he meant no disrespect but decided on the field that he quote didn't feel right uh, one of his co-workers said uh or co-athletes said uh coming out they said he's not coming out he's retired uh pop warner high school college pros never heard of it never seen of it never seen it and it's just completely disrespectful 
to his teammates. The man quits halfway through the game, gives it all up. Like, can you imagine, like, if his, like, wife is in the stands watching and, like, at halftime he's texting, come on, hon, let's go. And it's like, I just got my hot dog and stuff. What are wait, you talking about? Let's go. Wait, like, there's no yeah. game. Like, can, I paid can you $8 for this <laughs> Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> like, the wife up there, something <laughs> like, like, like. She's we're sitting leaving with the other it. football wives. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm what? not a football wife anymore. Uh, yeah, what do you mean we're leaving at halftime? What are you talking about? I just got my hot dog. I, yeah, I've never heard of something like this happening. No. I, Very I was talking about this the other day and I, was, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I thought they were joking as you well. Know, so what did you think my take would be? Well, as somebody, let me explain. As somebody who's not a big sports fan, mm-hmm. I think everybody that listens to the show is aware of that, <laughs> I, I was surprised at how many people said they'd never heard of anything like this before. Like, really. I, I didn't. Yeah. I would not think this is out of place from far away. Really? Like, I mean, I guess when you're talking about the NFL and, like, the big leagues, the big show, I get it, I guess. But, like... As far as somebody literally hanging it up halfway through a game, I'm like, I mean, it's disappointing. Obviously, nobody should do that. But if the guy, like, looked at what he's doing and goes, you know what? My heart's just not in this anymore. I'm bringing everybody else down. What, what, Good. What you kind of did the right thing, like, right? What would be, Zach, like for you, for instance, yeah. uh, equivalent to, like, sports, what are some team stuff that you ever, like, involved in and like a lot? Like, oh, uh, gosh. Is there I, anything that, that like... Um, <laughs> it, that would be... The, the closest equivalent for me would be, be the, the lame duck equivalent of, like, esports playing video games. That's... Yeah. And if somebody quits halfway through a video game, it's... It's much less than but, the NFL, obviously. But I'm talking so about it's like not maybe, like, 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 have you ever been a musician on a band, or, or were you like sure. a debate team? What, yeah, what, yeah. Were you? Uh, working together on like a, sure, I would say like a group project, but like a video shoot, you know. Yeah. And, and, you, and you're ha- you're knee deep in this thing, and you're in production. Somebody goes, you know what I'm out, and just leaves you standing there. You wouldn't think that's odd. I mean, I would certainly think it's odd. You would? Would you not think that's disrespectful? In a way, I got. I would, but in a way, I, I got to respect it because I'm like, man, you just pulled the ripcord. You, you looked at everything we were doing and went, nope, not for me, and like you bailed. You- and and yes, I wouldn't like it, and and I would disagree with it. Um, but I don't know. There's there's this weird part of me that just goes, you know, yeah. If you, if your heart's not in it, you're doing better by your team by ducking. Yeah, than, but than let's just say you're amps. doing a video shoot and there's three scenes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And. Halfway through the second scene, uh-huh. they just hang it up and walk out. Yep, that's disrespectful. Now, at the end, even at the end of the second scene, it's over. Y'all packing up, and then tomorrow or the next week, y'all shoot the third one, and they quit in between that. No, uh, not they don't leave you that hanging. I mean, still, still in the yeah, middle right. of the season type thing, but yeah. but it's not as bad. Like there has been people retire in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But at halftime, in the middle of the game, in, in football is a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a brotherhood. It is a, it, it's a, everybody's dogging it out to win and to 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 do that to just literally walk out at halftime is absolutely shocking. It's even more shocking at the NFL because the, he was thirty one, so he'd been in the league for a long time. So mm-hmm. like to make it that long, you have to be a super disciplined person because the the. There are tons of pure talent that never make it to the NFL because they oh, totally. don't have the discipline. Yeah. So to make it 10-plus years, you're talented plus disciplined, or you can't be there. To walk out and give up and, and leave on your team in the middle of it is amazing. Like, yeah. suck it up. Be there for your team. Retire at the end of the game. That wouldn't have been a big deal. Right. If after the game, the next day, come in and told the coach, said, my heart ain't in anymore. i got to retire. It really, it wouldn't even be a story. Yeah. Halftime is, you're around there with, you don't want to be known as the person that when things get tough, you walk out. No, totally. I, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Especially when you're competing at that level. And when you with when you have a team counting on you. Right. Like if you're just doing a solo deal by yourself and you wanna you feel like uh, I've gone too far here, this is not gonna do it and you and you walk out on that, you know? That's just yourself. This is a lot of other people. He was the starting cornerback. I mean, that was a vital piece to just walk out on your people like that. It's it's you don't want to be known as the person now that gives right. up when the tough when when the tough gets going, you know? Right. What do you think? I agree with you don't want to be the person who walks out. The other thing that this does, and this is, you know, there are a lot of other X factors that we're not including in the discussion of this story, such as his past, potential injuries, family life, everything like that. So that's, I'm not calling that into judgment just for the record when I speak about this. But what it does is it made the whole game and the whole really discussion about the NFL about him. Yes. And that's also not what you want when you've been when you're on a team. Yes, you should never be looking for attention when you're on it. It's a team sport. So if you're like you know a, a sprinter in the Olympics and you quit and it's fine, it's going to be about you too. But it's just about you. But you're I guess that would be Team USA if you're on yeah, this. Yeah. It's always really yeah. a team as well. But um, when you're on a football team, what that does is those his teammates found out about this right after halftime and kind of during the second half. So that was also what's inappropriate about it. I, if he wants to leave, I think that's completely fine. And I actually really honor people who know what they want because that's something a lot of people struggle with is knowing what is right for them. So he figured out what was right for him, made that decision. But doing it at halftime made the, that second half for the team whispering and like, wait, did, did you hear what he did? Did you hear what he <laughs> right. did? And so yeah. that's a distraction. So you're also taking down, you're at a, the, the most heightened level of um, focus that you should be. In an NFL game, yeah. when you're playing at that level, and then all of a sudden the focus is on to you and why you're leaving, and everyone can't really. I mean, hopefully they're able to refocus and get back into the game. He'll, he, he'll, even if he decides. If but he do you see up, what I'm saying? I, 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 I kind of do, but I'm, it's. I don't. I, I get what you're talking about. Like it made it about him, but that's the whole point of. That's why you, you have to suck it up for your team. In whatever right. you're in, whether it's I'm a not, work yeah, project or whatnot, I'm just for different reasons. No, I, I think. know, I know, mm-hmm. but but um, that's the that's the double whammy because it's not only are they not going to have you there to help them win, but then it's going to hurt it even more because it's all going to be talking about you about why you left, and then that suffers the project even more. I mean, so it's like, yeah, it made it a double they whammy. Be, should be focused on the game. Yeah, but, but instead, everyone's sitting on the sidelines. Going, like, what happened? And, they, and that, that came out in the stories later that, that teammates were kind of whispering, like, well, what happened? Is he okay? What, you know, is he gone? You know, it's like, oh, wait, we're in the middle of a game. The, and, but that's the thing. If you're and, – and everything to date, like almost nothing is a solo sport. Even if you're a tennis player, you have coaches and all of that that are part of that team of yours Yeah, that – rely on you for their living right if you don't finish that match if you don't do that then they don't get paid typically you know sure i can i honestly think that one of the worst things you want to be known as is somebody a team can't rely on right like and yes i'm fully aware things happen life gets tough and all of that it's happened to me before but you got to suck it up right you got to understand that it's bigger than you that if you're part of something you committed with something you got to finish that Okay, you've got to finish it, and, and 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 it is important when you know something and you know it's the time or whatever, walk away, but also know when the time to do it is. Right. There's Don't a, leave your people hanging. Like you do not want to be known as somebody who a team member can't count on. Right. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't quit, but if you're gonna quit, there's a time and a place. I guess is the is, is the lesson here. There's always like, the time yeah. to quit. 
Yeah. You just got to know when. You don't There's do time it in the middle of battle. Too. Got it. Yeah. Right. You know, you, you and three other people are on a project at work. Yeah. And you get frustrated because you don't get your way and you just throw your hands up and walk out and during the middle of the day. And then you want to come back tomorrow and get started on it. You think they, they're going to ever trust you again? Right. You just put them behind another half a day mm-hmm. because your feelings got hurt or your ego wasn't getting stroked enough? Suck it up. Right. That you know, stop being a titty baby, as I said, right? <laughs> I There's do a, not like that term, and I do not. It's a, it it. grates on the ears, doesn't it? Yeah, it it, it hurts. Uh, it there, you're right. There's you got to have grit. I, yeah, I don't I don't want to throw around the term honor casually, but you're right. There's a certain something to it. Like there's a commitment to these kind of things. When you say you're going to do something, you do it. And when you give up halfway through, not only are you letting everybody else down, you're letting yourself down too. Yeah, the grit is such an a, a important um, trait to have as a human that. I hope I, my daughter, I can teach her grit. You know, there's a book called Grit that, that talks about that a lot and, yeah. and teaching it in your children and how important it is. But but what's shocking is is this guy had to have it because he made it that long. Like, he had to have it. So it's oh gosh, something... Oh, he was known for his quotes about teamwork and about follow through and about yeah. finishing strong that's the other thing when we're talking about a man who is known for that on social media that's what he posted about that's the other kind of component of that yeah it just is very odd and and i hope that if anything else that if 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 you're you know everything you do is a part of team your family is a team your your work people the projects there's whatever it is you're going to be a part of a team and others rely on it you have to think bigger than yourself it's not all about you not me, 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 okay? It's all about everybody else as well. And so there's absolutely times that you can quit and move on from something, and you need to. There's a lot of times people don't give up quick enough, okay? So you've got to make your time of when to quit, but understand where you are in that process and not be those one that leaves people hanging in the middle of something. You need to be the one that does that. You do not want to be known as the person that gives up on their people, that gives up and quits when things get tough. Get a little bit of grit in you, and it'll change a lot of things. We got some interesting emails about the ma'am and sir discussion last time uh, <laughs> on the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. Ignorance on fire, a journey of failing your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper, and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever, and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success, written by none other than myself. Thank you. Love you. And go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. <laughs> you know, they're eating your salad and you're just dancing I'm along. Just, I'm just in my own world right, right now. You're just brightening it up. It's like Brighton over there just, woo. Doing her thing. <laughs> woo. I wonder where she gets it from. Yeah. So we had a conversation, I think it was last week, about saying ma'am and sir and kind of southern hospitality, as it Mm. seems to be, around a story or around a young boy in, I want to say, North Carolina. Uh, That that was disciplined. uh, Yeah, that was was disciplined at school for for calling his teacher ma'am too many times. She didn't like it, so she had him do a thing, and the parents went and talked to the principal. It was a whole thing. And and, and on the third segment here, just to remind everybody, this is when we take emails – 
or we'll read the reviews, as I've shamed you many times on doing, to leave reviews. If you leave a review, we want, we're going to bring it up here um, and, and want to talk about the emails that you send in and address some things you have. You can send an email, secondshotcast at gmail.com. It's whatever you possibly want to send in, whether it's a headline suggestion, whether it is a um, um, comment or, or anything like that, send it in our way. Also, if you want to go to the Second Shot Facebook group, um, yeah. go join it. It's a closed member group only for the second shooters, as we say. Yeah. Um, we've got great conversation. We'll bring up some articles and conversations that, that have gone on, on on that group as well um, on this third segment. But we got some – we got a couple uh, – the, the Mam and Sir discussion on that, that podcast was um, Surpri- much – Yeah. yeah very, very uh, – People have some very high. I have a very opinions. strong opinion about this. In fact, I'm wondering if that's why you didn't have me come on that day. <laughs> that's right. That's the right. ma'am sir <laughs> discussion. Uh, we saw that email and said, "Well, Jenny can't be Jenny on this Kemp, episode." Jenny can't yeah. be on this episode. Well, this will be a good opportunity to kind of revisit it. Uh, Wayne sent us an email about it. Some folks spoke out on Facebook as well, but we felt like this kind of this may be a good way to address some concerns and revisit the conversation. Uh, it's kind of long, but I'll try. I, I I summarized it, Wayne. So apologies if I don't get all of your words out correctly. He said, "Hello, Second Shot Crew. I was raised with the manners of yes sir." and yes ma'am and even had to continue them while training in martial arts calling students younger my age by sir because they were a higher rank obviously reflecting that you don't have to have a certain age to be ma'am or sir it's just a matter of like respect i think is the angle uh he said the the southern polite addresses are a habit and to tell a person to stop is going to be about as successful as getting a southerner to stop saying y'all much more so with the child like it's it, it becomes a habitual thing that brings him to point one the training of a child in manners and morals is up to the discretion of the parent neither the school the school system nor the teachers are responsible for ultimately raising your children so if you feel like that's the way it should be and your child should say ma'am or sir even though the teacher disagrees it's up to you at the end of the day right which i think the parents in the story uh, agree they they move their child to another classroom so that makes sense to me point two building good habits uh we build habits based upon what we've been trained most of that training comes from childhood when a parent is raising their child to refer to a person as sir or ma'am their fear in someone stopping that may be that it's a habit that'll fall by the wayside so if you think it's a good habit perpetuate it right if you think it's for you and you think it's for your kid you should do that point three Who's the adult? Like, who's who at the end of the day should have to say, well, it's good that the, that the child, they, it's good to teach your child to respect their teachers and their elders. Uh, maybe the teacher should have stepped up here and done the right thing and said, hey, you know what? This is ultimately a good thing, even though I'm not super into it. I think saying sir and ma'am is good, and we should encourage that child to keep doing it. Wayne said, thanks for time and love the podcast. Wayne. So a lot of fair points, I think. Yeah, and, um, and, and I'm going to read these uh, kind of, a couple others on on the facebook in the yeah. second shot group if you join it you can get in on some of these um uh, this one uh comment was i'm not gonna say the name because i don't know if they wanted it said on the name they yeah. posted on facebook so um she said that um she was i've had a retired or ex-military not like being called sir especially if they were a sergeant they were required to call upper folks that felt uncomfortable being called sir Maybe that teacher was ex-military. Would be interesting to find out. Another one was great show as usual, and I found the ma'am sir conversation very interesting. My opinion is that it's polite when kids speaking to elders, but I have to say I hate it when I'm called ma'am from the daycare staff. Very interesting piece. Um, many views for sure. Really? Mm-hmm. 
I guess I didn't know there were such like strict lines around it. It's a cultural thing. It's different mm-hmm. parts of the country. I've lived yeah. all. I've lived okay. in the Midwest. I've lived in the Northwest. I've lived in the well, South. I've lived in the East Coast. Yeah. And every place has a different form of respect, and each place is very yeah. strict on how they do. But let me explain this to By you. By all Jenny. means, go ahead. Yeah, then. please. Let me explain this to <laughs> okay. you. Take that ball well, and run with it. Because you obviously hadn't listened to that podcast yet. Oh. So, oh. an indictment. I want to provide oh. you oh, wow. the other. Oh, context. I'm just talking about my personal. I do. I've lived in a lot of places, and, a lot, sure. and every place is very like, oh, we say it this way. He lay it out for I us. I want to provide a little more context with it. All right. I'll stay silent. No, right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is what you call this one. This is the wife husband No, thing. no, this is great, guys. They, listen. It's great podcasting. He, the discipline, they, the, the teacher disciplined the child for it. He had to write ma'am and sir like hundreds of times on paper. He was actually, you know, pointed out and had to move to a chair to do it all. I explained on the show, I had, I've said ma'am and sir to people, and I've had many people say, ah, I'd rather you not call me that because it made them feel old or anything, and I respected their wishes with that, right? But they didn't get offended, upset, and holler at me and lose their mind over it. And that was the difference. This teacher obviously was upset that they actually disciplined the child over it. Like, I get the people that maybe it's not their culture or anything or, or just go oh i don't want to be called ma'am or sir i've had that tons of times mm-hmm. but to go as far as to discipline the kid for it was a little much right yeah that's definitely a little much no that should not happen here's the thing are you saying ma'am and sir as a sign of respect and manners yes okay so when someone says i'd rather not be called that wouldn't it be premium in terms of manners to honor what that person if they are your elder if they are your superior because that's the reason why you're calling them ma'am or sir wouldn't it be of utmost importance to honor their wishes with regard to what they want to be called it is and that's what i said on on the show was like i I told i've told the people like the the lady who said it the first time i ever heard that i said absolutely i won't i got it um because she was older and i was like 23 they were coming back for me so i knew it made her feel and she said when she said that i got she wasn't like mean about it right and i just told her I said look it's a 23 years of habit so bear with me if ma'am pops out every now and then but i'm gonna work on it and try for you you know and i said in the part I, I said i think that's what the wayne was kind of addressing yeah. some too is that because i said i think the parents could have used that as a time to say this is when you also need to respect the teacher's wishes in, right. in her like classroom nobody was in the right here yeah when in, in the classroom maybe but like what he's saying maybe she should have been the adult and just said i know what's manners i know that right. the kid is not being you know spiteful out of it but the parent but i also agree with you got to re- to be respectful is also respecting your authority in in like the situation yeah right because that's what happens sometimes and people say I'm, I'm sorry i couldn't possibly i was raised this way so what you're doing is you're taking the authority back you're saying i don't care what you want to be called i want to call you this and that makes me polite, and that doesn't make you polite, right. in my in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm a ma'am and sir guy, always have been, but I do respect others' wishes. Like like at the same time, I do, I try really hard. It is a long habit, so when I have people that have said, I don't like to be called ma'am or I don't like to be called sir, I try not to do that because yeah. I respect their wishes, and to them it's not respectful. Right. So if I keep doing it, then I'm being disrespectful. Right. right. Yes. L- like you said, the, the premium uh, of manners would be to respect their wishes first and foremost. Right. I get that. And I That's just true. always explain to them, though, I've got 31 years of habit. Right. The chances of it coming out 
will probably happen. Yeah. But I'm going to. I'll, I'll try. Right, like you're working on it. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to work on it with you, but know that it's not the. And it's that, not going to be an easy. That seems like the best place to be because by explaining that, you're 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 giving them an inside look at you and saying, "Listen, I'm going to be yeah, vulnerable yeah. for a second. Here's the deal. Yeah, like I, I don't will think try you would have thought off, that would have been my commentary on it. <sighs> no, because you still call me, ma'am. I try not to. <laughs> we have been married for two years. <laughs> I try not but to. But I'm tries. not 87. <laughs> I try not to. I am to. older than my husband, okay, so but I'm not 87. So you're not a fan of being called ma'am? Yeah, by a 12-year-old boy, absolutely. Sure. I I believe that, I think that Heath and I are both aligned in that that's what we will teach her in, uh-huh. in, the, in the course of the grand scheme of yeah. manners. Absolutely. I want her to call everybody that doesn't have a specific name you know like a mrs blah 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 to be sure. sir or ma'am that's what i think is it's the default right in manners but as a husband i but should as a call husband, her i mean it's just it's like oh that's not, i just that's have a habit of sexy I that's like yeah uh, now I, I feel like an old lady okay. yeah well, i uh, for in, for for christine and i uh sir well mostly ma'am really she never calls me sir who am i kidding but she'll be like hey can you can you grab something out of the kitchen for me like, yes ma'am like, like, just like that's it that's what i do the hotness out of the relationship it's like ugh. really yeah, yeah there's like yes, this, th- that's what i mean i'm like there's some real lines around sir and ma'am and i never knew that until we talked about this and like clearly people feel differently about it based on where you're from i think yeah and I, I, to me, ladies, it never... I want southern ladies to weigh in because I have southern girlfriends who also would not want their husband really? or their boyfriend to call them ma'am. You call your teacher ma'am. I guess. You call your, your grandma's friends, your grandma's girlfriends ma'am. The lady uh, at the grocery store. Sure. It's, it's a long instilled habit that's yeah, hard. It, to me, it's a, it's a sign you, of respect towards any woman or man, regardless yeah. of, of age or, or, or stature. Or, yeah. or, I don't know. I just, yeah. I guess there are worse names to call them. I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. 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 There yeah. are definitely worse I'm names. I'm just going to start saying woman. There you go. Oh, but that's also, that's one of those worse <laughs> names. Oh, okay, woman. Yeah, that's yeah. not much better. That I have be a worse. feeling that, I have a feeling that wouldn't work out very well for me. No, maybe <laughs> so not. You can try so, young man listening to this, do not say woman. Yeah, that might be worse. That's Pro- it's yeah. worse. I think that's fair. Well, what, what this is a very intriguing conversation that yeah. I think has gotten very. Um, it's um, I, I like I, my commentary was on. I would have if that. I'd have been a teaching moment. Now, if it wasn't for the disciplining part, like if the yeah, teacher, if the, the teacher part. would have said, "I don't want you calling me ma'am," mm-hmm. and my son came home and told me the teacher said, "Don't call him ma'am. Don't call me ma'am." That was it. I, that would be a good co- lesson to have with him to go look being respectful is also respecting others wishes so everybody else you call ma'am but if she's requesting not then don't call her ma'am right the discipline in the child is something where i would have had to go have a conversation because that that really is not the message i want my kid to have being disciplined for saying ma'am right like like that's where I think it went overboard. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I think of uh, like the last time I took my car to a shop to, to get the oil changed or something. And like, I assume it was the guy that runs the shop, but I have no idea. Older gentleman, probably in his 50s or 60s. And he's helping me out at the register. And he goes, uh, every, you know, w- everything come out okay, sir? That's it. Clearly, I'm younger than him. Yeah. Clearly, I'm not as qualified for him as what he does. But he says it. And I'm like, I, I don't want to correct him because I'm like, well, that's you and that's me. And it's cool. I'm not yeah. offended. You know, I don't know. Um, but I guess at the same time, I do have a moment where I think to myself, Come on. It's, but you, it, you don't need to call me sir, clearly. <laughs> I, I, I am clearly under you here well, in what we're doing. But that goes back to in I, yeah. gen, but that, but that goes back in general to just respecting other people's cultures. Yeah. And when 
it is being requested and there's that line of these people being so offended and outraged Mm -hmm. versus respecting others cultures and doing it in a different way like like saying if you go oh don't call me ma'am okay get it that's respecting somebody but like disciplining them or losing your mind going you know losing your stuff on somebody for it that's overboard right like you got to respect that's obviously a culture they were raised in vice versa if somebody says don't call me can you not call me that you need to respect that and jenny you were right yeah that when you when you discipline that that's you saying my mine is more important my my upbringing my culture is more important than yours and you're gonna play by my rules and like that's not yeah come on <laughs> so Wayne, thank you for writing in. Oh my gosh! Yes, and, yeah, and, and, and I, second yeah, I love when people write in yeah. like yeah. that. And shout out to the people who've been posting on Instagram stories. We've been regramming all of yep. those. Oh man, um, Kathy, who does my lashes, who I am obsessed with. <laughs> if you're in Dallas, Fort Worth, Kathy at my fabulash. Shameless plug for Kathy. All my the plugs for Kathy. Hates yeah. Alan, but she listens to the podcast, so thank you, Kathy. And she posted on Instagram. So Aww. shout out to her and everybody else who has posted. It's very cool that you're kind of sharing the love and letting people listen in on the positivity. Secondshotcast at gmail.com. Go leave us a rating and review for the hundredth time. Um, and Second Shot Facebook group. Where can they find you at? I'm Je- here. Jenny and... <laughs> Stop it. I'm right here. JennyAnchondo.com. Jenny Anchondo on Instagram and Facebook. Jenny Anchondo TV on Twitter. That's it. Uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash second shot. That is us. Uh, leaving Ooh. reviews can be challenging. Leaving emails can be tough. But joining Facebook groups, come on. That's as easy as it gets. You yeah. can find me at Apple Zacintosh on Twitter and Instagram. And I'll be hanging out in that Facebook group as well. So swing by. You leave, nailed, leave a like. That You nailed that, Zach. Yeah. At Heath Oaks or at Ignorance on Fire on all the platforms. I love y'all. See y'all next time.